0: You're listening to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 68, Everyday Feng Shui Tweak. Welcome to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of The Mindful Design Feng Shui School. so laura and i are back together again so the last episode laura and i kind of talked about maybe sharing with you what our most recent feng shui adjustments are but we were thinking maybe we could just actually talk about some everyday feng shui tweaks that we employ in our own lives and in our practices so you can kind of get like a like um a behind the scenes view on how we use feng shui in our lives so so Loris, do you want to start i'm
1: going to start off okay yeah should we do one and then one and then one and then one or shall i just i'll just tell you one renee so okay so what did i do today well today i did one that was i went outside it's nice out obviously and there's lots of wildflowers where i am and live i found some beautiful purple ones and I put them in a mason jar, like super rustic looking, not a very nice, not a beautiful arrangement like you do, Angie, but like a fast and a quick and dirty grab them. The roots were still on the flowers and I put it in the water and I added it to my wealth area of my desk. So I put it in the far left hand corner of my desk when I'm sitting there and um, they're also fragrant. So that's like a bonus and yeah, it just gave myself a little boost. It gave my my wealth area a little blessing by adding these beautiful wildflowers.
0: Well, let's tell. Can you talk to us about why it's a bonus that it's fra- they're fragrant?
1: Yes. So we have a cure in btb Feng Shui that is a fragrant. We call it the Fragrant Flower Method. And without getting into any detail, essentially. We use it in order not only to change the energy, but it's really used to shift people's personal chi. So this is sort of a, I mean, there's a lot more involved in the fragrant flower method, but the idea of fragrance is a very powerful way to change how someone is feeling. So anxious or issues with their personal chi feeling low and fragrance has this power. So that's one part of it. Yeah was the fragrance part
0: of it. Yeah, so, I mean, it doesn't have to be... So, okay, one thing that we should tell you guys, there's, in BTB function there's lots of transcendental cures that we don't share with you. Like, they're actually cures that you transmit one-on-one. But what you can glean from it is that, like, just having fresh, fragrant flowers, like the smell of flowers... I mean, all of us can connect with the idea of smelling something, and immediately you're nostalgic for force so, you know you can have a, you can have a really distinct memory come back from any kind of fragrances so so yeah in btb we think about really fragrant flowers can shift and change and uplift and work with depression it can work with unsticking things that are stuck and then we actually have a formal transcendental cure but even just bringing fresh flowers into your home i think all of us know that it can totally shift the energy and i know cuz i practice with flowers a lot when I come home on the subway or just even walk into my apartment building, people see me holding flowers. Everyone thinks, oh, are you celebrating? What's a special occasion? So there's immediately all this specialness and celebration. That kind of feeling is already there when you bring fresh flowers. So there's like just this special this and then and then with the fragrance it's just overwhelming so you're working with a lot of senses not just you're seeing it and touching it and the color but there's fragrance so i love it okay well what did what you what's one yeah so what have i done recently okay so one of my good friends just launched um or she she put together an oracle deck called a deck for wonder walking. and so she did a kickstarter and i received a print and i'm going to just show laura but it's called it's a print of one of her cards and it's called play and she actually picked it out for me which is so funny because we're in like a women's business group together and we check in with each other and we've been working with each other for like years now and she knows that i always need a reminder to have to play and have fun with things so when thinking about where to put this on my desk I put this, and it's also pink. It has pink and reds in it. It's like a watercolor. And I put this in my relationship partnership area of my desk to remind me well, like, first of all, with my partnership with Laura, to always make sure that we play and have fun and we love what we do. And this is actually part of why Laura. Is on the podcast now and co-hosting with me because I realized, you know, I'm a little bit overwhelmed, and that's why I had a hiatus from the podcast for a while. And I realized, you know what? Let me talk to Laura about it. And and Laura and I de- decided that how do we make this fun? How do we make it something we enjoy? How do we make this playful? So anyway, putting this pink piece of art that is about bringing more play into my life in my partnership. And in my relationship area reminds me to be playful, to have fun, to tap into that childlike joy, which nourishes me because the partnership area called Kun is also about nourishment and self-care. So this is a great reminder in many ways to have fun with Laura to have fun in all my relationships business and personal and to play and to take care of myself and that's a way to take care of myself so what, what else do you have to offer
1: okay what else everyday feng shui well I'm kind of compulsive about cleaning my stove so <laughs> and uh, part of it is just me being compulsive and part of it is the feng shui part of that which is so I, I can't handle it when cooking, there's splatters of grease everywhere, or there's stuck. that I just, I have to clean it. And so I spend a lot of, I, it also makes me feel really good when I do it. So one is I like to have things that are clean. Two is from a feng shui perspective, the stove is your center of wealth, is a very important wealth area for your home and it's important to keep it clean to keep it working well and I don't know if it's subconscious but why I'm always cleaning it I think it's obviously just wired hardwired into me now but yeah I find myself taking out I make this special you know non-toxic cleaner with orange peels and that's even more feng shui-y and I, you know, give that a clean and yeah, it always makes me feel good about doing it. And you know, sometimes when I do it now, I think, you know, when I do it, you do, I do it with the intention, with an intention. So I do do it not only to have it nice and clean and sparkly, but because I, I appreciate what it means from a feng shui perspective.
0: Mm, orange peel reminds me of, so I did this medicine reading the other Day and um, part of my prescription afterwards was to take a bath with orange essential oil <laughs> and it was hilarious so I had business insider coming in like half an hour and I didn't I had a really busy week uh, like week so I knew I didn't have time to take this bath so I'm like okay I'll just do it now so I took a bath and I was supposed to put fresh basil orange sweet orange essential oil amethyst and epsom salt so i take this bath and then i get out of the bath and i realize i totally burned my back or t- burned burn my body with like i put too much essential oil in there and i was like texting laura i'm like oh my god they're coming over to film me and i totally burned like gave myself a chemical burn with essential oil which is hilarious see that
1: shows you, you know i never thought But when you think back to the feng shui of it, so oranges are very yang, right? Uh And yang, when you come down to it, essentially is the sun. See, you like, it really is all connected. Yeah, it's sad that you burned your back. That's probably a bad (laughs) thing. But it all makes sense. It's like you got a sunburn. That's how powerful oranges are.
0: Ah, I know. Well, it was actually very interesting because part of that shamanic medicine reading, it was with Mama Medicine, well, so, um, part of that was about letting go of something and cleansing something. So I know she didn't intend for me to have a chemical burn. I put way too much essential oil in, but, but what happened was I think I really did get something out of my system. And luckily, like the red, the redness actually went away pretty quickly, like within an hour, I think, cause I texted another friend who I've had on the podcast before my friend, Andrea Giordano and she is an, she's a feng shui expert plus essential oil expert so she told me like okay you need to put coconut oil cuz that's going to draw out the essential oils cuz you need a fat and if you use water it's going to drive it back into your body. Yeah. Oh so yeah, um, so
1: you like put it in water so that's why it gets oh yeah.
0: Well. Yeah, so with our everyday feng shui tweaks when you use essential orange essential oil, because orange is something that we recommend a lot, do not put it straight on your skin. That uh-huh. is the moral uh-huh. of the story. Less is more. Okay, so wait. So is that your everyday feng shui? No, that I have one that I did recently. Okay. So I actually had. Well, this is what maybe some people don't think this is feng shui, but it's it is feng shui. So in feng shui, in the that we practice btb there's a deep connection to tibetan buddhism so one of the methods is to chant the medicine buddha mantra and we've we learned from our teacher Stephen post the chinese version but i recently learned the tibetan version a short version says tayata om bekenze bekenze maha bekenze radza samudgate soha And so I created this Tibetan amulet, a healing amulet with my Tibetan Tonka teacher. She was in town and while chanting this mantra. And then, um, so it has a lot of intentions in it. Like you actually color it and you put your wishes on all levels, like health wishes and so forth. But it was this particular amulet was made with the medicine Buddha mantra in mind, and also another mantra that's for longevity for long life. So anyways, I have my, I have it hanging over the wealth area, which is called Shun of my desk. So it's there because I think that wealth and abundance and prosperity is deeply connected to it's not just about how much money you make and cash or numbers, but it's deeply connected to how healthy you feel and how abundant you are and how well you can do the world. And this ties back to what Laura was talking about, the the stove. The reason why the stove is related to your prosperity is because if you can feed yourself and nourish yourself well, then you can do your best in the world and feel abundant and feel prosperous and attract the most to you. So while I'm not going to wear this amulet every day I now have it where I can see it every day hanging over the abundance area of my desk cool cool your turn okay so my last
1: one okay that's three I feel like that's a good number so of my everyday Feng Shui would probably have to be breathing and specifically, as Angie mentioned, when, you know, as you mentioned, Angie, when we do transcendental cures in feng shui, one of them we call, is called the method or uh, inhale exhale. So it is a, it's a very simple breathing exercise and to sort of over, to sort of simplify it so that other people can do it without it being a full transmission of a transcendental cure. Uh, essentially, you're going to clear your chi with a really great big inhale and however you want to visualize that, you know, you can. I like to visualize it a certain way with, you know, light and and coming in, and then letting it go through an exhale, um, and you know, repeating this this inhaling deeply, filling, and then exhaling, and letting it all go. So doing this nine times is great, and this is what. I, so I, if I am feeling uh, anxiety, or if I am feeling anger, especially if I'm feeling like I've really like some things have been pushing my buttons a little bit, which is also an interesting everyday feng shui thing is to observe these things. And then just not to try to push them down because, you know, anger happens, but to, um, sort of just become a little bit aware of them. That's important. And part of this awareness is to recognize and appreciate them. And I like to, do this exercise this this method so um and cuz i was having too much fire chi <laughs> so i let it go so um yeah letting it go and that's sort of the simplified version of it which you know what any big inhale and exhale breathing obviously it triggers the parasympathetic and the vagus nerve and there's all these fantastic and great things that happen with it so you know that's in itself a simple everyday functional thing
0: that i do that's a great one cuz i think also people don't think Again, people think feng shui is just moving things around, but it's a really deep philosophy that your your inner environment is interconnected with your outer environment. So, you, breathing and actually breathing is interesting because if you breathe, you're connecting with your environment, the space outside of you, and so the air is coming in and intermingling with your air and your chi and your body, and then you're exhaling, and your energy is intermingling with your environment so it's a perfect metaphor for how feng shui works nice i like that yeah that, well that's what we teach in shambala when we talk yeah. about um like
1: meditation that. actually i mean yeah i mean that's what feng shui is all about bringing the you know nature the energy of the environment in yeah perfect
0: yeah they're not two separate things okay so for my last everyday feng shui tweak So I realized just when we were sitting here talking, something that I did recently, so so part of this medicine reading I got talked about, um, well, I'm a Leo, and I have a cancer moon, and so she was talking about how there's like this Leo cancer paradox happening with me about being seen and having a pri- my privacy and like and and my inner and my outer all of this anyways but being seen more in the world and that it's very healing for me to be seen so and that's what's happening with Laura and I that now that we're we're putting ourselves out there as teachers we're being seen more and more anyway so I realized what I just did inadvertently was I had moved so I have a I had moved a functional adjustment that I use for grounding and self-care into my fame and recognition area of my desk. So there's a cure that is a transcendental cure, but it's basically like bringing in earth energy. So like we have, we use this, this Chinese ink bowl shape called a U bowl, but you could, you know, we don't, without you guys knowing the cure, you could just, you could do something at home. If this resonates with you, something that's like related to earth element, which is heavy or earthy or stable. So Anyways, this idea of earth brings stability and self-care. So I'd actually inadvertently moved it into my fame and recognition area, which is about being seen and your reputation and your passion. And it's interesting, I think, because I'm finally opening up to the fact that being seen is healing for me. So being seen and activating my Lee fire fame area, my recognition in the world is something that is nurturing for me and then so that's where the earth element comes in because earth element is about nourishing yourself but there's also this idea of bringing stability in it so like so bring stability bring nourishment and then really connecting with this fire element on a different level so so i think that's pretty cool well <sighs> This is really fun. I'm really liking, I'm really enjoying doing these conversations with Laura. We I mean we talk about this stuff all the time, so why not share it with you guys, right? Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of The Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.